Like everything she does is just to get <laughs> day man. <laughs> Fighter of the night man. <laughs> Champion of the sun. <laughs> He's good. the master of karate you and friendship to everyone. <laughs> day man. <laughs> Welcome to the Cold Bow Podcast. I said it right, didn't I? No, it sounded like you said cod past. Cod. Cod piece. <laughs> Welcome to the Cold Cod Piece. I am your host, Chris Daly. What's up, everybody? I've got with me here... Reese. That was nice. Yeah. Us. Sir. Scott. Sir. And Troy. Troy, welcome, buddies. You're out of breath. I am out of breath, dude. <laughs> I was singing my ass off just barely, trying to get y'all on the same page here. Hey, you, uh... You really hit those high notes. Yeah, I'm excited. We, were, we were singing Did you tech to hit those notes? I'm just a really good singer, guys. Oh, nice. It's like a combination of Fergie and Jesus. <laughs> Seriously, I felt I saw like an aura around you. <laughs> you were glowing. I was I thought I was floating for a second. Um so sweet guys. Uh, never mind. What what have you been up to, Troy? Uh who uh I'm I'm gonna. Can I? I'm gonna. We're gonna get pretty serious here. Is oh that, dang! Is that okay? Yeah, dude. Is that okay? Okay, I'm. I'm serious. Okay. He's serious. So I've been watching a lot of documentaries lately. Right? Uh huh. In fact, I even. I'm gonna consider your the missing Richard Simmons podcast that you mentioned. Yes. As a po- as a documentary. But uh, I mentioned in the last podcast I watched about the the staircase, and I even um, watched another uh, documentary in um, on Netflix called Evil Genius. Oh, I heard oh, that's what my wife's about been- the bank robbery. No, it's about like serial killers. Sort of. It's it's more of like a heist because like they attach a bomb. You're wrong, Chris. It's about killers though, isn't it? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I'm they right, t- Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, did you say serial killers though? Well, there's like killing killers. Yeah. Anyway. Um, Kylie's been watching about. it and she like so can't sleep at night. I went, oh, jeez. Tell her to stop. I know. <laughs> so this is where I'm going to get serious here because I went to see a movie and in the movie, before what, the actual previews start, uh, it's irrelevant, but it was Uncle Drew. Okay. Um, a funny movie. It was great. I like that. But in the movie, before the preview started, you know how like the theater will have their own little like previews and things like that? I saw a preview for a documentary that was really captivating. The preview for it was. And it was a, a documentary called Operation Toussaint. And Toussaint is a French word for a person... Have any of you guys heard of the documentary or seen this it? This is the Glenn Beck funded one, No, right? Well, no. I've not no. heard of it. I got to clarify the Glenn Beck because it's not political. Okay, but Glenn he's, Beck, Glenn he's Beck definitely is definitely in it or he's part of okay, it. Okay, so let me give you some background. So Operation Toussaint is uh, a, a documentary about a very real organization. Is it Toussaint? It could be Toussaint. I, dude, I don't know French crap. <laughs> Toussaint, Toussaint. I just wanted to go back to the last time we talked about <laughs> yeah. Chris or Troy mentioning French words. It's Jake. Uh, Troy, it's Amelie. It's actually a uh, Brazilian. <laughs> <laughs> Any, <laughs> I'm trying to get serious. Sorry, here. sorry, sorry. So there is a real, a real uh, epidemic going on in this world. Uh, child trafficking. And like child sex tra- trafficking? Yes. Well, trafficking in general, but yes, okay. child child sex trafficking and slave tra- slavery, basically child slavery. And uh, Operation Toussaint, mm-hmm. Toussaint, I don't know. I, I don't know either. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, it's about uh, an organization called Operation Underground Railroad. 
Have Have either of you guys or any of you guys heard about Operation Underground Railroad? Yes, I've I heard have. about the rail, Underground Railroad. Okay, yeah, well, I actually, well, actually ran it's a five k for them a while okay, ago. Good, that's great. So Operation Underground Railroad is a play, not a play, but like it's a it's a th- it's based off of the under, original Underground Railroad that was used to free slaves. And uh, this is where Glenn Beck comes into it because Glenn Beck uh, donates and raises money for Operation Underground Railroad. And their whole purpose is to go into these countries and free child slaves and try to prosecute, try to prosecute, <laughs> try to prosecute. I'm laughing because Chris. This is me. no laughing matter. I'm sorry. Troy, I'm, I'm I thought you were trying Chris, to get serious. Chris lovingly touched me and it was funny. Um, <laughs> I said, trying to say stop bumping the damn table. <laughs> Why did you make me go first? Because I feel like I'm bringing us down. Just go, dude. Anyway, you so, are. So Operation Underground Railroad is about this uh, this very real organization that goes into basically the belly of the beast, and they they uh, try to um, free child slavery by going in and trying to buy. They the did slaves. this on Super Bowl Sunday too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They done it on Super Bowl Sunday. Anyway, um, the whole point was I watched that documentary, and it hit me like a ton of bricks. Like, honestly, I, I'm like, it, it nearly killed me. Yeah. Um, because there's, it's just, it's, it's real, honestly. And, uh, we all it's have sad. kids, we all have kids here. So it's, it's something that Dang. affects everyone. And Jake's thanks, not here. Thanks, Troy. I would say this, that this is the last thing I'll leave you with. If there is, um, a cause, a charity, something that you want to get behind, I, and, you know, maybe put some money towards. I would suggest at least looking into Operation Underground Railroad and see if it's right for you, um, because. Well, I mean, it sounds like it's going towards a good cause. Yeah, I don't think yeah. anybody. It's, it's going to free child slaves. <coughs> Any. I would uh, also urge you to donate person. money to the Cold Boat Podcast. <laughs> um, that's something that you should definitely get behind. And it's it's not political. You mentioned Glenn Beck, who is who is political, but he just he donates to it. He he uh, something he's he, passionate he, about. And, but there's a lot of of uh, liberals who do that as well. So well, I political. mean, it's like you say his name and you automatically associate him with something. Yeah. But he's a person behind the mic as well, and. Nobody likes child trafficking. Nobody wants their Except kids to be caught up in something like that. So. Okay. Anyway. Thanks, man. That was, that's actually really cool. What, what yeah. was the uh, like website? How can you get more information on it? Um, let me uh, let me pull that up real quick. It's uh, it's Operation Underground Railroad. You can um, look it up. Uh, Google just, it. Just like, Google like it. he is right now. But the website is, uh, you can go to ourrescue.org, and uh, there should be some information there. Um they even have a Facebook page, but Operation well, Underground Railroad. It sounds like the oh, movie was good enough to get you to, like, it, it did its job. You cared. Yeah. You cared enough yeah. to, to I, donate money. I, and, I mean, I, I donated, and I'm, yeah. I'm a Honestly, I'm a like, like so. I'm, I'm really interested in that documentary, but, like, like you, I would die watching it. I don't, I yeah. don't know. Well, that's, like, like every really parent's hard. fear is, like, so, the second your kid's gone on the story, you're, like, he's been kidnapped by yeah. Europeans, and he's sent you off know, into there's, it. We got our daughter one of those one of those little gizmo pal watches. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's been like the greatest ease of mind. Oh really? Like I can track her via GPS. She can call me. It's like if her and her friends go to the school. To I've play. never heard of this. What Gizmo? Pal? It, yeah, it's like it's just a little thing. It's like ten dollars a month. It's only offered through Verizon. Sorry for like doing a com- free commercial for <laughs> Verizon. 
Well, there's there's about a billion of these types of services out there. Yeah, the only one that you can do with your cell phone provider is Verizon. Oh, okay. It's called the Gizmo Pal. It's a little watch, and you can Sweet. log so uh, certain phone numbers into it. So, like, if she goes, my daughter goes to the school to play with her friends. They ride their bikes. If they're going to change and go somewhere else and like go to a friend's house, she calls me. She can let me know. She's only seven. But she can call me, let me know. We can see if she made it to dance to dance rehearsal on time or, you know, it's really cool. We can track her and know where she's at. So there's two things in the documentary that I'll just point out real quick that it was actually really impactful. And the one was uh, one quote that the the main uh, the main person who started uh, op- Operation Underground, or like, I can't remember his name for the life of me, but um, it might come to me later. He says that there are over two million children trafficked. Ugh. Dang. And. You think about that and that, that breaks your heart heart already. But then what he said is the worst part about that is that the demand for those children, whether it's sex trafficking or slave trafficking, whatever it is, the demand for those children to be taken from their homes and to be, and it is, is so high that there are 2 million. of them. Thank you. And the next thing I want to say is actually something that Glenn Beck said is he said that you know, so so often you'll hear when people talk about slavery um, in our country is they say that, you know, if I lived back in that day, I would have fought for this for freeing slavery. I would have fought for that, you know, but here we have modern day slavery. And, and uh, you know, if uh, if that's the case, you know, I guess put your money where your mouth is, you know. Yeah. Anyway. Cool. Stop. Stop child trafficking. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to. Yeah. Carry on. All right. Thanks, man. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> All right, let's bring us back up, Scott. What have you went up to? So, um, he's been reading a lot about suicide. (laughs) (laughs) People are dying, (laughs) children are crying. Well, no, mine's actually a proud dad moment. Um, awesome. I love those. Yep. My, uh, wife and I, uh, watched Star Wars on, uh, Netflix and, oh, uh, Last Jedi? Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Yeah. It was Last Jedi. Um, and my son watched it. He loved it. And now he's like, Almost finished with the Clone Wars. Uh, oh, the TV nice. show. Yeah, he just watches it. He doesn't really know what's going on, but he just loves That's awesome. spaceships. He loves space, and uh, he has Star Wars toys now, and he loves it. Yeah, dude, that's like such a. He can name the ships yeah, and stuff. Because oh, like man. Ollie would play like Lego superhero Avengers and he's like, that's Sabretooth and his arch nemesis is Wolverine. Yeah. And, this is yeah. Great. and I'm like, oh my, gosh. oh my God, Ollie, I love you. You're the coolest kid ever. <laughs> yep. Yeah. That's it's, awesome. It is really awesome. Um, and I've also uh, been uh, following this uh, comedian. He's been starting doing YouTube stuff. His name is Ryan O'Flanagan. Hmm. He is hilarious. He's the, he's the one that goes to different cities and like freaks out um, about uh, about uh, it's just kind of a, a selfie. Type oh, was video. he the college humor guy where he just says random crap about like? Yeah, he's on Funnier Die. Okay. He, he, he does those videos for Funnier Die, but he has his own channel that's, okay. that's also mm-hmm. really. Funny. I know the guy you're talking about. He yeah, just he, says like the wrong thing about everything that he's saying. Yeah, okay. but like he he's in Dublin and he says he's at the Gwines Brewery for. <laughs> <laughs> Wines, <laughs> that's pretty great. Um, he do, he does like Salt Lake. He, he's done like most major cities in in the U.S. What do you say about Salt Lake? Um, I can't really remember. He 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 like saw a, a statue of Joseph Smith and just called him a dirty boy or something like. That. <laughs> <laughs> it's that's it's pretty, pretty good. good. Yeah, and uh, he he's hilarious. He, uh, and then he also has a, a YouTube just Ryan O'Flanagan and. He does this uh, two two different guys on a bench where it's just him 
playing two different characters that are sitting on a bench. Oh, I translated that a lot differently. You're like, he does two guys on a bench. <laughs> <laughs> Follow it. No, it, he's, I, I'd suggest uh, looking him up. That's great. Yep, that's all. I've uh, I've been consuming a lot of media Alcohol. lately. Oh, okay. um, <laughs> so I I recently had a sinus infection, and I was I was just miserable for like four or five days, just awful. And I watched all of a show called Succession on HBO. Unbelievable! Brian Cox is in it. <laughs> Troy, <laughs> damn dude, that's his last name. <laughs> yeah. yeah, come on, man. Is that uh, uh William Stryker? From, yeah, mm-hmm. from X two. From X two, he X is going to give it to he you. He is in, like, he is the king high bastard in this show, and he plays it so well. Like, there's nobody as <laughs> as big of a jerk as he is. But then also, it has Kieran Culkin, um, Collie's little brother. Is that the one from Signs? Uh, no, no, no. Okay. Um, Kieran is fuller in the home alone movies. Easy on the Pepsi. <laughs> exactly. Okay. And he is so good in this show. Basically the whole premise of it. He's in is Scott Pilgrim too. It's, yes. Okay. He's the gay, the gay roommate. Yeah. He's really, really good. Ah. But, uh, basically the whole premise of the show, uh, succession is this family. Uh, Brian Cox is the patriarch of the family. He owns one of the largest media companies in the world. And uh, without spoiling anything, it's just kind of who's going to control the company. You know, dad's getting old kind of stuff. And, yeah. And it's it's kind of a slow burn. The first couple episodes are a little bit like, uh, do I like this? But then it picks up and it's just, it's outstanding. How many seasons are there? It's, it's uh the season finale just happened on Sunday for season for one? the first season. Yeah, it's really, really, really. Is it good. gonna? It's gonna have multiple. It's seasons? gonna get another season for sure. There's yeah. a whole lot of love behind it. Um, as you guys know, I'm obsessed with Bill Simmons mm-hmm. uh, and his podcast network. Basically, the entire <laughs> Ringer podcast network staff are obsessed with his show. Oh no! Um, I definitely recommend getting behind it and watching it. It's captivating. But then the other thing I've been consuming is Gravity Falls with my kids. I was going to yeah. say this, dude. Unbelievably good. I love I was so going to bring this fun. up cuz I just watched the season finale upstairs with Ollie <laughs> yesterday. Grunkle Stan, and I love the fact that they call him Grunkle, Grunkle Stan cuz he's their great uncle Stan. Yeah. Uh I just I love everything about it. My my kids were going around uh at least my 7-year-old after we watched the first episode. Yeah. They were going around and they were saying uh Steve, Jeff, Alex. Oh, what's your name? I always forget your name. What's your name? Gargamelar, Gargamelar, Gargamelar. The dwarf, right? Yeah, yeah. The, the elves. Sme- the, the Smebulok. Yeah, Smebulok. Because my, my yeah. son wants to name our dog Smebulok, <laughs> yeah. the, the dwarf that barfs up rainbows. <laughs> yeah. Smebulok. It, it is so funny. Yeah. Uh, I love that show so much. How much of it have you like seen? It. Uh, we are... Um, at the end of the, we're near the end of the second. No, we're starting the second season. Okay, there's a lot of episodes because my my son will randomly get my wife's phone and he'll text like text to Siri like text dad, and he's like, "What do you want to say?" And he's like, "Why are you acting so cray cray?" <laughs> <laughs> and I'll respond back, "Why are you acting so cray cray?" <laughs> 
<laughs> that's a TV show in Gravity Falls. Why are you acting so crazy? So brought funny. to you by these messages. <laughs> the episode with the merman mm-hmm. made me laugh so hard. I loved that episode so much. Uh, yeah. We, so you've we seen were... uh, Cypher Bill and everything? Um, yes. Did you know that Cypher Bill is a character in Rick and Morty? Yes. Yeah. You showed me the YouTube Oh, video. dude, the rabbit hole goes so deep. Yeah, it's it so cool. very deep. But yeah, it's a great show. That's what I've been up to. Yeah, I I was actually going to mention that because it's a show that Ollie and I have been watching for a long time, mm-hmm. and we we've been watching like one episode like a week every every now and then, but we got towards the end of season two and things were starting to wrap up, and the there's a time traveling guy and he can travel through time and dimensions. Oh, really? Yeah. Time traveling guy can travel through time. Well, m- the point is is that he's played by uh, Dan Harmon. Okay, so he's he's Morty. He's okay. the same voice as yeah. Morty. And they kind of hint that he's Morty from the future. Okay. And I thought that was super cool. Like in, in this thanks, episode. Thanks for spoiling it. Well, it's it's a, it's not like it's a... I appreciate it's it. It's not like it's a spoiler of the plot. It's like a fan theory. Okay. Yeah. I, I think you've seen him if you if you saw season one. No, we haven't. We haven't completely finished it oh, yet. Okay. We're like right at the end of season one. Yep. So I, I spoiled it for you then. Yeah. But anyway, uh, that show's great. I think yeah, it's one it's of the really, greatest really kid shows ever. They should make a ride for it at Disneyland. I love the gay cops. Oh yeah, they're great. <laughs> like and the fact that it's a it's a Disney kids cartoon. Yeah, and the 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 police officers are blatantly homosexual. Yeah, I loved it. They're that, funny. Yeah, it's super it's actually good. really gory too. <laughs> like it's really bloody and it's kind of scary. Uh, some of the monsters in there, like there's <laughs> yeah. a doppelganger. It's terrifying. I've seen a handful of episodes. Yeah, just because it's Disney Channel was on at the yeah. house, and it was it was like I was intrigued. I like actually sat down and watched the entire episode. It's, it's a good show. Dude. The Halloween candy monster. I love was that guy. scary. Yeah, he's the like he was super creepy. He's made out of uh, candy. The thrown no away, to eat. the bad candy, yeah. the, the no name candy. He's the the trickster or something. Right? Yeah, something like that. That's that's a cool show. I really like it. It's a really good one. Uh, another thing I've been up to is I've been playing a lot of my Nintendo Switch. Nice. There's a game called Octopath Traveler. I know I talked about before, but I'm like super deep into this game right now. If uh, I'm kind of like in a in a rut right now with video games because there's a bunch of stuff coming out, but not yet. Mm-hmm. So this game came out like a month ago, and I've just been like consuming it. It's been the perfect game to play. Because I've been on vacation a lot, and I took yeah. my Switch with me, and I play this every night until I fall asleep. But if you like like old school RPGs, mm-hmm. I really couldn't recommend this one enough. Well, I'm trying to convince my wife to let me get a Switch. Yeah, and you should just let me borrow yours for a little bit to convince her. Uh, no. Dang, dude. <laughs> uh, shot. I mean, you you can always use your kids to convince her. Say so it's, it's just work. as just as much for the kids as it is. Yeah, for it won't work. But when you do get it, let's play some Mario Kart. I really that's like the main reason I want to get I it. love Mario Kart. Dude, yeah. when when I got my PS4, I was like, this is not for the kids. <laughs> <laughs> this is mine. <laughs> they will not touch it. Uh Scott, Yay. you have a Switch, right? <laughs> I do have a Switch. Why why haven't we played Mario Kart yet? I don't know. I have Mario Kart. Let's play. We're gonna organize a game. We're gonna have the Cold Bowl World Cup <laughs> of Mario Kart. Once you get yours. Okay. And we'll have like a trophy and an award ceremony and everything. Sounds good. Okay. All right, so uh, let's go ahead and get the show started. Uh, today's show, we kind of wanted to do like a quick recap. We, we had a conversation recently, and it kind of sparked an idea of what our favorite movie of 2018 so far has been. So we kind of wanted to have like a movie of the year watch. Uh, and this isn't going to be 
we're official. not ranking anything. Yeah. We're not we're not like giving it a, this is the best. This is just very personal what our favorite movies have been and maybe yeah. what our biggest disappointment has been. Because there's I feel like this has been a really strong year of movies. And I noticed that lately too, a lot of horror movies have been like stepping their game up. Like I don't I'm not usually a fan of the horror genre, but there's some that kind of transcend like uh it recently yeah. or split i saw hereditary this year and that was i heard really hereditary good. was great it's it's scary too but yeah. the acting in it was phenomenal um so i feel like this year in particular has been great for movies so i kind of wanted to talk to you guys see what your favorite movie of the year so far has been and also some of your letdowns and maybe what we're looking forward to oh, i'm looking forward to a lot of stuff uh, so who wants to go first? Th- this is really hard for me because I guess I'll go first. Thanks, Ryan. Um <laughs> This is really hard for me because, um, you know, I've heard of movies being, you know, a big letdown and some of them I'm sure will be on your list. And I haven't really seen that many movies that I haven't liked. It's been a good year for movies. Yeah, it's been a great year. Great year for great, movies. Great pap schmear. <clears throat> <laughs> anyway. No. Um, oh, geez. So honestly, <laughs> like. I can't really say the biggest disappointment in movies, but I can say the movie that I liked the least mm-hmm. uh, is <laughs> it was Sherlock Gnomes. I was so looking forward to that movie too. It's sad to hear it wasn't good. You were no okay. Is that like is that a sequel to something? I think it's just a sequel to Gnomeo and Juliet. Oh yeah. Oh, oh it's a, there's a franchise. It's all connected. The only way I know this is I have three wonderful, beautiful little daughters. Yeah, and they love that stuff. Stuff. <laughs> they like that shtick. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's just it, like there's there's some animated movies that, that that come out and you love them. They're great. Like Incredibles and Incredibles 2, I mean, um, you or and the first one is great, too. But, you know, you have some of those those animated movies that come out that are just really fantastic. Right. And then you just have these movies that are just made because they want to make money and they know that kids will watch them. And that's what I felt like. Have you guys seen Duck, Duck, Goose on Netflix yet? No. That is a garbage pile. Of, I, it is horrible. Mark dude. it, dude. It's he, he marked it before he said Because <laughs> my kids watch it. It's like a Netflix original. It is bad. Like Jim yeah. Gaffigan's the main character and he's a super cool guy. Yeah. He's a oh. super cool goose. An- he's another, like, Every chicks love me. I'm Jim Gaffigan. Another one that's <laughs> terrible. And, and I don't I don't recall if it came out this year or not. I think it did, but it's called Son of Bigfoot. Oh, it is so bad. It is so bad. It, there's no like, you know how these animated movies, they have like top, like build character, like, yeah. like act, uh, voice actor or like actors. Storks. Yeah. <laughs> but Son of Bigfoot doesn't have anybody, any recognizable voice actors in it. And it is so bad. I, I like, anyway. you know, it's like bad too. When you look at some of these movies and they have like old A-list actors like Norma the North had like Norm McDonald and then I had like I love Norm McDonald. <laughs> well, I do too. <laughs> so did you know that Utah had an an arena football team that Norm McDonald was one of the owners of? Really? Yes. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty wild. Was that that one football team that you can like be the coach you can make yeah, yeah. on? So I had I had a friend that was part of their marketing department for that team and he got a season opening tickets to the game and it was like it was sorry, market dude it was terrible it was such an awful experience 
Jake and I actually went together. So, so Norm, in the game, down. were you able to like vote for what the next yeah, play was? Yeah, you had an app, and you could get in, and you'd have Sounds a list like a of plays, idea. and and whoever voted, like whatever play had the most votes, was the play. Was the play that the coach it, was going to run? It sounds what? like it sounds like yeah. it could be cool, but it also, like you said, no. sounds it was like, just yeah. really subpar players. Yeah. It was like I would like try to <laughs> troll them, like spike the ball yeah <laughs> well so like, it was like it was, it was like, like touchdown like one and touchdown the number and the one ball. player on this team was drafted in such and such year by the green bay packers and he never made it off their practice squad and halfway through the season he got uh traded to the rams and he was on their practice squad for the last half of the season and then uh he hasn't played in the nfl since so it was just really really crappy football it is what it is yeah it sucked um so uh, I want to give a quick, uh, going back to this year in movies, this year in movies, um, a, an honorable mention. We're not going to talk about Nor- Gnome, Sherlock Gnomes even No, more? I don't want to give that movie any more time. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was, was excited I, to hear you piss on it, I dude. fell asleep in it. Troy was so asleep. excited for that hey, look, movie. This is great. Sherlock Gnomes. Sherlock Gnomes is played by Johnny Depp. No. Who uh, Emily Blunt is in this? Mary oh, J. Blige, Mike, my, my cocaine, marry me, Emily Blunt, Johnny Depp, Chiwetel Ejiofor, huh? Uh, the um, Baron Mordo, or he's the bad guy in Serenity, the black guy. Oh yeah, he's yeah. Oh, he's actor. really good. Yeah, he's in it. He's only twelve years a slave. Yeah. So this is this has got a pretty good yeah. cast, it, and but that's the thing. When you said his name, it sounded like you just went Chiwetel That's kind of what I did. Okay, Chiwetel Ejiofor. Oh, I'm gotcha. pretty sure I'm saying that right. Too. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> I want to hear about this movie, dude. <laughs> you don't want to say anything more about it. It was bad. I fell asleep in it. And same with Son so of So how do you know it was bad? Because it was... If you slept it, through it. Remember when okay, he said fine. that he, he has a, a habit of falling asleep in Sherlock Holmes movies? This is just a continuation of that. <laughs> That's true. Yes. You know what? Secretly, Sherlock Gnomes was just as good as the other Sherlock Holmes of Guy Ritchie's movies. So we're going to put that in that list. Dude, Ozzy Osbourne is in this. You're off the James podcast. McAvoy. <laughs> Stephen Merchant. I'm kicked off this podcast. I want to see this movie now. Week. I do because not want to see this I want to see this movie. <laughs> Enjoy. I will. <laughs> so uh, I'll stay awake. I want to move move on. Can we move on? Yeah, past? sure, man. Okay. Um, so, Directed. By, I'm just oh kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are you gonna do all three of your picks, or we're gonna go around and do? Yeah, you know what? Let's go. Go ahead, Scott. Very disappointing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. So my disappointing um, movie was one that I actually liked as a movie, but not so much as an adaptation. It was a Ready Player One. I love the book. Everyone loves the book. It's great. It's actually getting crapped on this year now. What? It, it's it's cool to not like that book or movie. Because, really? Well, it's because it got so big. Yeah. Which, mm. which is, I don't care. I liked it when I read it, so I don't care yeah. what they say. I hate America. I hate America. <laughs> I don't want to live on this planet anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I it, actually, it, it was a good movie. I, I yeah. liked it. It was, it was a good movie, but there were some really jarring points that, that like were forced the story along because the story was... our. Like I don't know, it, it was. I loved that movie. I did, I did too. too. Like I liked I, it a lot. Everything about it, all the throwback stuff. I was geeking out oh, so my, hard in the theater. Yeah, it well, was yeah, amazing. And, like, and it is. It's a. It's a. Just like a geek out fest where they can just like throw oh, yeah. everything they want in there. The and, but, but they but they made it work though. 
They made it work. I, I thought they made yeah. it work. It wasn't just like, oh, we're going to throw every single pop culture reference we can think but about. I can see sure that's you, not what they did? Because that's pretty much <laughs> they what they kind of did that. All right. Fine. But if you can but see. But I still like, it, freaked out when Beetlejuice walked by for a second. See, and I freaked out when like Goro came out. Yes, I know. Like, that was sick. so good. Goro. But I can see, like, if you have love for the book, yeah, it's just. See, and that's where you I guys pre- read that's the book. That's a common thing. I, I have not. No, that's where I prefaced it with was I liked the movie. I just did past like prefaces. The, I just didn't like the <laughs> adaptation. So see, and I I read the book and I loved it. And that at one point that was my most looked forward to movie of this year of, yeah. of any year. Uh-huh. Uh huh. The movie was not as good as a book, but there's some stuff that the movie did that I liked more than the book, like. They made the Iron Giant a character. Mm-hmm. In the book, they just kind of mention him. Yeah. Mm. But in the movie, they use the Iron Giant. I yeah. loved it. What about what about the Shining sequence? That wasn't I, in the book at all. I, oh, I, loved, I, it I loved it in the movie, though. Oh, that's, I really that cool. sequence that was good. Like, when you have that zombie dead lady chasing... That was chasing genuinely him. creepy. Yeah. yeah. In the and like, I remember when they were like, oh, we're... Because I saw it in the theaters, and then my, my wife was going to watch it, and... and we wanted to watch it with the kids. And I was like, oh, yeah, it should be fine. And then it's like, yep. we're going to go watch the movie. And it's like, it's the shining. I'm like, oh, you're probably yep. going to want to have the girls yep, cover yep, their yep, eyes. Yep. Yeah. Because the, it's, the it's legitimately creepy. And like, it's. Yeah. And then you have her chasing them with an axe in the maze and stuff. And yeah, I, I thought it was great. It was, the movie was really pulpy too. Like it was cheesy in all the right 80 kind of ways. Like, uh, the bad guy was almost like a bad guy from Indiana Jones or something. <laughs> yeah. Just pure evil for no real reason. Okay, um, and so, so to kind of more explain why it was disappointing for me is that I felt like the did anyone here uh, watch it without reading the book? Yeah, me. me. D- yeah, did, did it make sense? Did, did it did it flow well? I thought yeah. so. I felt yeah, like it, it was would be really jarring me. if it if I had if I didn't know the story. It was they, fine. For they me. used a lot of tricks to move the plot along. Uh-huh. Like uh, you know you know when he got the extra life yeah. because he proved Simon Pegg wrong. Yeah. In the book, he uh, plays a perfect game of Pac Man. Oh, and they okay. actually focus on that for a long, long time. Mm. But, but that's not really something you could show in the movie to make it like, I guess, um, what's the word? Intent? Like cohesive? Intense. Yeah. So they had to just, they had to do some movie magic and yeah. kind of move yeah. the plot along. It, it moved along fine for me. I yeah, I thought it was, I thought it was great. Okay. Well, I, I didn't read the book and yeah. Same. But I do, <laughs> I did have one problem with it. So I actually am a fan of TJ Miller, but I feel like, he just is randomly in movies for no reason. <laughs> well, I, I love other character than, in this one, right? But like, it's just it just seems like he pops up in really, really random. He's movies. always a voiceover too. Yeah, it's really strange. To He's me. like barely in Deadpool. He's in uh, Big Hero Six. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. And How to Train Your Dragon, and so it's just weird that he just keeps coming up in voice acting jobs. He's a genuinely hilarious comic, but he just keeps getting this voice work it's strange that yeah. that character in the book too was like not that big of a deal mm. no so it was kind of weird and i i kind of like seeing spielberg's interpretations of characters because they don't ever describe what h looks like i was like h is a freaking orc from lord of the rings that's weird i i didn't picture them at all because he didn't describe the characters yeah. um but like seeing the way h looks seeing the way i rock looked like a big skull for yeah. a stomach that was bizarre yeah so it was just weird seeing like Spielberg's mind, just how he how yeah, he pictured and, the character. And you bring up Spielberg, I think that's another aspect of the disappointment was he made it. Not that he made it, that it it wasn't as it was very Spielberg-y, but it was there was there was a lot of hype going into it because yeah. it was Spielberg and uh, and an anticipated and a beloved and book. book. So uh, yeah, and I'm not trying to hate on it because 
I want to be hip and cool with hating on Ready Player One. I actually love the book and I still do. It looks great. I love the book. I need to read it. Yeah. Is it, I listened to it on Audible. It took me like three or four days. Yep. Yeah, it's too. super I'll have to good. Check though. it out. Everything I do is on Audible nowadays. I know. <laughs> Who has time to read a book? Yeah. They have My, all these uh, like sales where it's like five bucks for a book and. I actually have like five points I need to use before. <laughs> Dude, I had I had four, five, and yeah. I just I, I'm just like you. Yeah, I did finally. I, I was just spending on something. I don't know. I know. Yeah. Well, my most disappointing movie of the year. I'm probably gonna get crucified for it. Was Black Panther by uh, us? Yeah. <laughs> I I hated that movie so much, um, partially because I was looking forward to it so much. Yeah. Um. And there were so many things about it that I absolutely loved. Um, I think Chadwick Boseman is amazing. I think he does such a good job. I love Wakanda Forever. Like, I'm fully on board with Black Panther. But I went into it with uh, also having my bias of really not liking Michael B. Jordan as an actor. Okay. I'm not going to say anything about who he is as a person. I don't know him. But I have not seen him in a movie where I think he's good. Did you not like Creed? I loved Creed. Hated him. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I love the story well, of Sylvester Creed. Sylvester Sloan's really good in that movie, too. <laughs> he's really great in that movie. And I love the story of Creed. Um, I just can't... I have a hard time watching Michael B. Jordan in every movie. Fantastic Four was garbage. It was garbage. Like, but anyway, his character, the, the main villain... you. In my opinion, you can only have a hero movie that's as good as its villain. Right? That's fair. And and I hated the villain in Black Panther so much. Okay. I could not get behind him. It was unbelievable. I just I, I hated it. And so for that reason, I the, that movie was a complete flop for me. I'm actually I'm kind of there with you like a little bit because mm-hmm. I, I really like that movie. And I think that Black Panther is one of the coolest superheroes. He's awesome. That has come out in a while. Because every superhero comes out and they're like, oh, I'm a wisecracker and I yeah. tell jokes. I'm the funny one. Yeah. But he's like genuinely badass and he's yeah. stoic and he's super yeah. cool. Um, But the villain and people say he did a good job. Like people love him. People. People are dumb. People love uh, Warmonger. Yeah. But what what drives me crazy about it is his his goal his um, purpose in the movie, because he's a bad guy. You have to remember that. But he wants to take the weapons of Wakanda and go kill white people in America. Yeah. Like he, or the oppressors. So I don't know mm-hmm. if it's white people specifically, but he says the oppressors. But people were like, oh, man, he's such a good guy. And they're like, yeah. they're like singing his praises. And I'm like, well, he was killing innocent people. Yeah. He was like slitting people's throats. He threatened to kill Black Panther's sister. And bury him in the grave next to Black Panther because she disagreed with him. Yeah. So I'm like, he's not a good guy. Not a yeah, good I think guy it's at all. weird that people like this character so and much. And like, and it's the the things that like he he walks into the throne room, mm-hmm. sub auntie. Yeah, that was a, oh that was, my god, made me cringe. And like his final line, it just felt like it was trying too hard to play into a very hot political topic yeah. in this day and age. Which, listen, I I'm behind. Like, there's. There's some serious problems in the world and in this country, and I'm fully supportive of the movement, right? Mm -hmm. But I don't go to a movie 
about a superhero to get a political agenda. That's not the purpose for my my movie going experience. It's to it was, get an escape. I think it right? was bold to do that. Very and bold. They, it was very topical. I hated it. Yeah. It was yeah. it was it was very topical. Yeah. And I think it's important to just to know the distinction of who's a good guy and who's a bad guy in that mm-hmm. movie. Cuz uh T'Challa's answer to like the to find the happy medium was well let's make ourselves known. Yeah. Let's go out to the world and show. And let's help. Let's help. And I think that's awesome. Yeah. I love the ending of that Amazing. Movie. Yeah. But the the bad guy is a bad guy. And yeah. his ideas were not good. And nobody should think that he's a good guy in that movie. Absolutely. So to be very clear, I love Black Panther. Mm-hmm. I loved everything to do with the Black Panther. But the villain in this movie was so abysmal to me <laughs> that the movie was the biggest flop of the year so far. In my opinion, so yeah. it wasn't the character you disliked. It was the de- the delivery. It was the it was both in this in this case. Typically, I, it's, I typically it's, it's just I I don't ride for Michael B. Jordan's acting. Yeah, typically he's kind this. of typecast as like a really aggressive. Yeah, like, don't mess with me. I'm the yeah. I'm the coolest guy in the room. Yeah. So in this case, it was I didn't like the villain because it was it. it I went to the movie for an escape from reality, but I was kind of thrown back into reality. And I didn't like that. And also Michael B. Jordan's performance and his delivery. Sup, auntie. Oh, gosh, I hated it so much. It, it made me cringe. Oh. When he like call, when Black Panther calls him out and he's all, what's up? I was well, like, yeah. dude, no. Yeah, no. This is Stop. not cool. Yeah. My my biggest um, issue with, with Black Panther was uh, it had a bad case of being overhyped. I don't. I don't necessarily view this view. Uh, Warmonger or Killmonger? Or Warmonger? Killmonger. Oh, Killmonger. I, was, I was calling him Warmonger, huh? Okay, it's Killmonger. Yeah, that's it's why Killmonger. I was, okay, Killmonger. And you were of, I don't. I don't. Uh, I, two towers. Warmongering. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't. Um, I don't. I, I see your points, and I'm not going to necessarily disagree with them. But I just don't. I'm not. Yeah. At the same point you that's are okay. with that. My biggest issue with Black Panther is I think it was just it it, it suffered from a case of being overhyped way mm-hmm. too much, and you know. I made this point in a previous never that will a previous episode that will probably never be aired when we talked about Paddington two, and the point was basically that when you when you overhype a movie too much, you can almost it almost does damage. Yeah. Um, a point with that is uh, is the Dark Knight. I love the Dark Knight. It's yeah. one of my all time favorite movies. And after I got home from seeing that the first time in the theater. I was going nuts about it. I was the best movie ever, all this stuff. And my brother went and saw it that day because I went and saw a matinee and then he went and saw it that evening. And he was let down because he was, he was expecting yeah. something so much more than what it was. And, um, and I think that's what kind of, it, um, that's kind of what Black Panther suffered from is because I went into it thinking it was going to be this huge movie with this great message and this incredible villain and everything was going to be so good. And it was it was good. It wasn't it it was it was a good movie. I like Black Panther. It was yeah. a good movie. It wasn't it wasn't up to the hype that it was I, that I was given personally. I genuinely loved how it really was like historical mm-hmm. a, a, a a black superhero, an African superhero. Took him long enough too. Yeah, right. And it and it's like, lest we all forget Blade. It's just true. saying. It's true. But, you know, to see the the culture behind it mm-hmm. and, and what it meant to so many Americans was 
captivating. It was, it was cool. amazing. It was really beautiful. It, it's made in America. It's made more money than Infinity War. Yeah, it's, it, it, it was it's a, made seven hundred million dollars just in the United States. It was a movement. Yeah. I think I could say, and I mean, you have people. I mean, even Denzel Washington on uh, one of the late show talk shows threw up a Wakanda forever, you know, oh, like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it, I mean, it's really cool stuff, but for me, it was the villain. I hated it. I hated the movie. <laughs> it, it's, I mean, it's hard though. Cause I, like I said, I'm, I agree with you on the villain, uh, but the black Panther character is just so cool. Like he's awesome. He, he's already larger than life. Like if I saw him at Disneyland and I started to freak out, it was a guy in a suit, but he <laughs> came by on a, on a black tank and they had all the music playing the T'Challa. And there, everyone. I started like shaking my shoulders, <laughs> and they, he had like his his bodyguards in front of him with yeah. the, with the spears. And that's I was, awesome. It was really cool. That's so cool. That character is already like huge, like pop culture mainstay. Absolutely. He's probably going to be taking over the Avengers franchise after Robert Downey Jr. retires. More than likely, I'm 100 percent okay with that because yeah. I love that character. I think he's an amazing character. Yeah, uh, but like Andy Serkis in that movie, so good, so good, and also Martin and they Freeman killed him. Yeah. Yeah, they killed him way too soon. And it's made me so sad because he yeah. had so much potential. He, like, he was great in that yeah. movie. I really like Martin Freeman in it. I really like literally everyone, mm-hmm. even Forrest Whitaker. I Mr. loved his Stanky sister. Eye himself. I loved his sister in that She's movie. She's great. And uh, Okoye, she was really good mm-hmm. too. Yeah, everyone was great except for Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> what about you, Chris? Um, my biggest letdown this year, and uh, this is um. It kind of bums me out. All right. So anyway, my biggest disappointment this year was for sure Jurassic World. And it, it kind of bummed me out because I liked I liked the first Jurassic World. I, yeah. I I didn't have high expectations. I knew what I was walking into. I was walking into Chris Pratt, like charming the pants off of me. Yeah. And Bryce Dallas Howard was really yeah, that's good. The thing it. is, I love Chris Pratt. Yeah, yeah me like, too. It's hard well, how not can to you like not? Yeah. Yeah. Um, that movie was just bad it was awful it, it took this franchise and made it into a funhouse scary movie it, it it like betrayed everything i love about the first one so much it like like it, it took a movie that's supposed to be about good characters and they're like let's just throw an ass ton of dinosaurs in there and they can <laughs> yeah. just run away from them yeah it was like they thought that the thing that made jurassic park so good yeah was the dinosaurs this Which, is, to a degree, it did. It was cool to see. But it was the characters. Yeah. It, it, to like, can be like a full disclosure here. I had to in that movie. And it was right at the like the good part. The, the quotation air marks good part. good part. I just left for like 20 minutes. He had no problem. I had no. I, I wasn't like in a rush. I checked my email. Yeah. And then I came back and it was over. I was like, oh, good. Let's go. Yeah, and I, I don't Dang. even care, dude. That movie was really, really, really bad. Yeah, but in its defense, or I guess in in my defense, why it's not the most disappointing for me. Yeah, was I wasn't expecting it to be great because the one before it wasn't great. I liked it. Yeah, but I was expecting an okay movie, and I got a really bad movie. So yeah. it wasn't that big of a letdown. Because I wasn't expecting to see Jurassic Park, you know. What's what's that expression? You're like, I I expected less, and I was still let down. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, yeah. it it uh, it is really bad. Have you seen it yet, Scott? Because we've talked about it. I've not seen it, and I probably won't ever see it. 
Yeah, like it it doesn't I, I hate when people say that they hate remakes or something. They're like, oh, there's a saturate in the market with these remakes. Because the the movie doesn't ruin the first movie. No. So like I I'm okay if they make another one. I'll probably go see it. Yeah, I think my, my problem with that is the energy being spent on this crappy remake could be spent right. Chris, Chris Pratt could be doing Guardians else. Three. Yeah, hopefully with James Gunn. Hopefully with James Gunn. <laughs> yeah. Um, just, but you know, like it it doesn't ruin the first one. It yeah. doesn't make the first one any worse. Yeah, yeah. Um, but just just this being part of the same franchise. I know I've said this before, but it's part. Of, it's supposed to be a continuation of the first one. So that means in this movie's timeline, the T-Rex has been freed out from the park. In the second one, it was kidnapped and taken to San Francisco. It was sedated in San Francisco and taken back to Jurassic Park. It was then caught in Jurassic World, put into a cage so people could admire it. It broke out of the cage in Jurassic World, and then it killed a bunch of people. And then they sedated it and took it back to America. So this T-Rex has been traveled more than I have Uh in my entire life. It's it's insane. It's ridiculous, and they need to stop. Agreed. They need to stop. Agreed. It okay. was really bad. That's all. That's I don't even <laughs> want to talk about this movie anymore. And Troy, you haven't seen it yet either. I have not seen it yet. No. Yeah. And, and that's the same thing with with Scott. I really like the Jurassic Park films, and I don't I don't crap on them as much as everybody Except else. For three, does. right? I don't I don't like it, but Alan, Alan. <laughs> I recently watched three. Yeah. Uh, after so I went back and just watched. All the, the the first three, yeah. Um, just for old time's sake, I ride hard. It might be I might be on board with Scott that it might be my favorite movie of all time now. Jurassic Park three? No, the first one, oh, okay. Jurassic Park. Uh, the Lost World, I still love. I think it's great. Yeah. The third one is so bad. It's bad. That, that gymnastics kick with their shoe where she kicks the raptor yeah. and yeah. the Lost World was yeah. was a little over the oh, top. Oh come on, it was great. She's the only one. Honestly. Don't she's the only one that's three. killed. Uh, oh man, was, I hate it. It was three. a jump the shark moment, but it was, she's the yeah, only one that's killed a dinosaur in the franchise. <laughs> mm. She's the only one, and she mm. kicked a raptor by doing that. Gymnastics. That killed it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, three. I don't mind as much. I did not like it's, it. It's just a B movie, though. It's yeah, not. It's, like, it's, not, it's, it's weird yeah. though, because like I love William H Macy. I didn't like yeah. his character in it. Yeah. I don't like the kid in it. That's like some survival expert. Oh yeah! <laughs> like, just, Isn't that on. the kid from Sixth Sense too? No, no, he's not. Not, no. not oh, in the first one, not Haley Joel Osment. Or no, there's like a kid that's mean to him, and he's like an actor in commercials. Is it? I don't know. I think it is. Maybe. Hmm. Anyway, so matter. Jurassic Park three, I didn't hate it as much as everybody else does because I haven't seen it since I saw it the first time when I was a kid, and I didn't hate it then, and I don't really have any reason to hate it now. But I see why everybody hates it, and I don't argue against it. I just, <laughs> what is that? Is that recency bias? Is that what that's called? Maybe. I don't know. I, I think that's know. something Scott made up. <laughs> what? Recency bias. It sounds like something Scott would make up. Uh, recency bias. It seems like the opposite of recency bias. So the opposite of recency bias. So I'm still right. <laughs> okay. They, they cancel each other out. Good job. <laughs> um, so let's move on. We're not talking about Jurassic Park 3. Okay. Let's not waste our energy on all that. All right. So I'm going to go. Uh, first of all, I'm going to give you my honorable mention um, was uh, up, Upgrade. Uh, um, that, that's my honor. I still haven't too. seen it. I didn't yeah. see it. It's so that's a good, good movie. Dude. That movie I went in with. Don't watch the trailer. Uh, yeah, I've seen the trailer. Sorry, was it the Red Band trailer? I don't know. Don't watch the trailer. <laughs> okay, that movie I went into it with zero expectation <clears throat> except for what uh, Scott, Jake, and Chris said about it—that it was a good movie. So I was expecting to be. De- excuse me, I was expecting to be good. 
but I had other than that, I had zero expectations and I was very, very pleasantly surprised. Apart, apart really from some, of, some bad uh, characters and bad, like uh, acting choices and maybe directing yeah. choices. Uh, it could have been really, really good movie. Oh, sure. But, but that, but that like billionaire kid that's running the company, I yeah. hated that character. Yeah. Um, I, th- I think him, that, that character being a little better would have put it over the top. I agree with me. that. But the thing is, the thing that I liked about it is they made him socially awkward. And I think that was on, that was that was what was on. Was he supposed purpose. to be like Mark Zuckerberg, basically? Well, well, I don't mind that. Uh, well, I understand the choice that they made. Yeah, but I I just don't like that type of character. I think it's overplayed and and uh, maybe dumb. they maybe they could have would used one of those. Uh, was it the cousins from uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia? The guy we were talking <laughs> about, oh, <okay>. Boyles. <laughs> yeah, use one of the Boyles. Maybe used him as the. Uh, the that would have been better. Foreshadowing. <laughs> um, no, but Upgrade was really good. I don't I don't really have much else to say about it other than I mean it was good. I recommend you watch the it. It's fun. choreography in that movie was stellar. Oh man, yep. and the, and uh, the, the, the performance work. on it. Oh the, my uh, Logan Marshall Green's performance was fantastic. Yeah. He, Is that the guy from? Uh, he's in Prometheus. Okay. He's a Tom Hardy lookalike. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I seriously the thought... The poor man's Tom Hardy. Dude, I, I but went he did, into that he's movie. a better actor in him in that movie than like... Because it looks I like went, Venom. I went into nice. the movie thinking it was Tom Hardy. Yeah. And then it, it took me like two or three minutes like, that is definitely not Tom Hardy. <laughs> uh, he a lost a lot of weight. There's a movie though where he, he's got an implant in his head. And... Logan Marshall Green's just a dude. He's actually yeah. a paraplegic in the movie. Okay. And the, but it's an upgrade. Yeah, he upgrades his brain basically. Okay. So the the robot chip takes over his body and it helps him fight. So he's fighting a guy, just beating the crap out of him. But his face is like, oh gosh, no! And he's like closing his eyes. <laughs> but his arms and his, his but he's moving along with messing it. That's this awesome. guy up. And he's I, like, I really he's need like, to stop, see it. stop, dude, just stay down, stop. And it's and, subtle things like the body turns. To, to go walk a certain direction, like but, but his brain, but he still wants to look the other direction, yeah. and so it's like his head is facing a different direction than his body's walking. So. It's like and, Robocop and, and Death Wish, and like, and sometimes the uh, the camera, like the new Death Venom. Wish. I don't know. I haven't seen Dude, it. Dude, it's garbage. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes the camera will actually like follow his body movements, so it's really cool. Oh camera yeah, work. it's like it was mounted and to his back or something. Th- I don't want to give. I don't want to give too much of a spoiler, but there is this part because, like you said, he uh, he needed an implant because. He was in an accident. And he was made a paraplegic, right? And there's this part where this guy uh, stabs him in the leg, and he doesn't react because he's a paraplegic because the implant was turned off, and then the implant turns back on, and he just kills him. All. He just, <laughs> it's pretty cool. But uh, anyway, um, that's my honorable mention. My uh, top movie I'm going to give is Deadpool Two. And I loved it. And it's really not because it's the best movie, but it was, it was, you know, when you go to a film, kind of to your point, Reese, about, about, uh, um, Black Panther, when you go to a film, you just want to disconnect a little bit and you want to just be entertained sometimes. Or, you know, if you're going to see a scary movie, you just want to kind of disconnect and just in, enjoy yourself. Yeah. And that's exactly what Deadpool 2 was. You just enjoyed yourself, tried to pick out the cameos <clears throat> that were in it and just laugh your ass off. And uh, yeah, that's dude. My biggest complaint about that movie too was like I couldn't hear some of the jokes because people were laughing too hard. Yeah. <laughs> so know? so I think I told you guys when we went and saw it, we saw it opening night, first showing, mm-hmm. and then we walked out of the theater and walked back through and got tickets and saw it again. Yeah. Ten minutes after, and there were tons of jokes that we missed the first go around mm-hmm. that we were actually able to hear. That we had a more of a calm uh, viewing the yeah. second go around, so we could hear the jokes. It was great. I loved it. I, I was telling you guys earlier, my, I commend this movie for not just trying to be a repeat of the first. It was 
basically a different movie. There's yeah. different villains, different plots, different motivations and stuff. And some of them are really good. Um, it just didn't stay with me as much as the first one did. Like I, I was, I guess I could say I was disappointed even when I left the theater. Uh, cause I couldn't help but compare it to the first one. Cause the first one was just so, but the outrageous. first one was a love story and the second one was about family. You're not wrong. So they're like, <laughs> and they tell you that movie. from the very beginning of yeah. both movies. Um, it's, it's not the same. It's not the same. But well, that, that's the thing with like groundbreaking movies. If there's a sequel to it, like it's Kingsman, me- yeah, exactly, like Kingsman. Kingsman. Yeah. Still it, it good, will, but it, it, it good. will never hold up to the to the original groundbreaker. Yeah. And I, I'm not I'm not saying it's a bad movie because I I liked it. Yeah, but I I couldn't help but feel a little disappointed. Yeah, I get that. But like some of the jokes in that movie, like I don't want to spoil anything, but the the cover of the movie has a bunch of characters. They're not that important. No, <laughs> but that was like one of my favorite things about it. <laughs> but could that have been on purpose to throw you off? Oh, of course. It okay. most definitely was. They full on set you up with these pretty cool characters. I know. And there's there's a blink and you miss it. Brad Pitt in the movie. Yes. <laughs> I seriously. And then everyone goes, was that Brad Pitt? Yeah. So the, the first time we watched it, yeah. we were, we had have you that. seen it, Scott. We turned to our friends and we were like, was that, no. was that Brad Pitt? Yeah. Like, I don't know. So the second go around, we we're like, oh, that was definitely Brad Pitt. <laughs> the, the greatest, the greatest thing about Deadpool is that you, the character is that when you're making a film or a comic or a video game or whatever, you can do things with him and get away with it with in comic book characters and superheroes and stuff and X-Men, then you can, you can do it with him, but you, that you couldn't do it other, you know, yeah. elsewhere. Like for instance, it's no secret that juggernauts in the movie, but when they Scott fight, know that. well, sorry, <laughs> 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 secrets out, <laughs> but when they fight the way they fight, and I think you guys know what I'm talking about here. Yeah. You couldn't get away with that in any other movie except no. for a Deadpool movie. And that's one thing that I, that I love about it. And it's just like, even like, you know, the baby arm in the first movie and then, yeah. and then <laughs> yeah, it was really great. Yeah. I, I love some of his references though. Like, I, I mean, it's Deadpool. He always just does yeah. what he wants, but this one in particular, like he was like, what, what did I do to piss off, uh, winter soldier arm over here yeah <laughs> or he's like oh great john connor is here to yeah. kill me it, it made me laugh i dude. loved i loved the uh one-eyed willie reference oh, yeah. to the goonies it made me laugh so oh, hard or the, when he's uh fighting juggernaut sorry scott yeah. but he's like hey big guy sun's getting real low yeah, that was <laughs> amazing like <laughs> <laughs> or the uh <laughs> the uh because because uh cable is played by josh brolin who also played thanos yeah mm-hmm. and then so you have the instant thanos jokes and thanos has been was out for like a month and then deadpool 2 came out yeah so you have like you know he's you know you know the thanos jokes were pretty funny that was great right. anyway. yeah Good stuff. Cool, man. Sorry about the juggernaut spoiler. No, I don't remember that being it's I knew about it before I watched the movie. Did you? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Scott, what about you? So my favorite um, is A Quiet Place. That was a great movie. So good. Oh, That's a really good movie. I, I struggled because I, I, I thought about making this my favorite of the year. Yeah. Well, I stole it. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I saw this uh, alone in the theater during the day. Me too. Um, I just, I haven't seen A Quiet Place. I have nothing to, no input. Um, Quick, Scott, spoil something for him. No, nope. <laughs> There's a deaf girl in it. Sorry. Full deaf. Full deaf. Well, I can relate. I'm half deaf. 
She's full deaf, so you can't relate. Don't make fun of my people. <laughs> Half of your people. <laughs> hey, hey, they're, they're still my people. So, Scott, what did you like about the movie? Well, the uh, the child acting, like those kids were awesome. Like Really good. Yeah. <clears throat> Wasn't the deaf girl from Utah? Is yeah. she? Yeah, yeah, she's from Park City. That yeah. makes sense because she did a really good job. Utah yeah, people are awesome. awesome. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, just seeing John Krasinski in that role was awesome. Um, I think it's it's taken him long enough to, to break but, out of the to gym. break out of gym because he's yeah. done a good job in almost everything oh, he's done. Right? He's, did you guys see Thirteen Hours? Yeah, dude, so good. I, I actually like that movie, and it's a Michael Bay movie. I right. love yeah, that. It's a movie. really it good movie. So good, it made me cry. Yeah, yeah, for real. But like, yeah, John Krasinski's really good in that. Apparently, he's really good as Jack Ryan too on Amazon. Oh yeah, is, is that show started yeah. yet? I need to get on it. <laughs> But uh, I, I and I love like the knowing like off screen they're married in real life and, and yeah. he's, he made it for his kids. Um, that's why he like fell Emily Blunt the kills it in that. Movie. Oh my so goodness, good dude, dude. If if she is not nominated for an award for that performance, that's a travesty. Dude, and, and amazing. W- and one thing that I loved about the movie is something that they didn't show is like. The the thing I hate the worst about TV shows, movies, anything is birthing scenes. I hate them so bad. Um, and, just, and I've been there for. You just think it's I've weird seen or? Two, like the two of my children. I've seen them be be birth. Like I've seen it, but like I hate it depicted in movies. And the fact that they didn't show it. Um, yeah, I liked it, and it left it suspenseful. Like, oh, what happened? There's there's like blood marks everywhere. What you're happened? literally ruining the movie for Troy. Oh, sorry. I guess it's kind of in the trailer, but. I guess uh, you kind of deserve it, too. Yeah, that's true. But I totally forgot Troy hadn't uh, seen it. <laughs> but you're right, though. Like, that... I couldn't think of a more intense scene for a human being to go through than to have to be quiet and be in labor. Yeah. You can't make a peep. Yeah. And she has to... She's going, like, full-on, full contractions, and she's just, like, biting her hand. Oh, and... Uh, and you see the teeth yeah. marks in her hand when she's yeah. biting it. Mm-hmm. So... Without spoiling anything, the movie does a really good job of setting up suspense. Mm -hmm. So, like, for instance, the scene that I think you're thinking of right now, Scott. The Home Alone homage? Yeah. 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 Dude, as soon as that gets set up, I I was, I put my hand over my mouth and I was like, like, who's it going to be? (laughs) I I saw this movie twice. Sold out showings both times, uh-huh. and it was. I know I've talked about this before, but it was bizarre because every single How person quiet was is. quiet in that movie, and you can hear everyone's reaction to everything. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was awesome! Uh, Unreal. And, Watching and it in your home, not the same. It's really intense. It's it's not that scary though, because it's like they're basically it's really raptors. Yeah. yeah, but that's not to its detriment. It's yeah. It's I, th- I think movie. I think ten years ago it would have been. Felt a lot scarier, maybe fifteen years ago. Like an alien movie, basically. It would have felt like Signs, Mm -hmm. something like that. Yeah, which is a great movie. I love love Signs. Um, But yeah, it had that level of uh, of I guess quote unquote horror, Mm -hmm. more suspense, monster. Um, But uh, yeah, the premise was good. It obviously had lots of plot holes, but I I was more than willing to look over the plot holes um, because the story and the characters were so good. Yeah, they're awesome. Good choice. Um, my honorable mention is a movie I haven't seen yet, <laughs> but I'm really excited to see it. I actually haven't been able to watch too many movies because of my movie pass and what's been going on with all that nonsense. 
Um, but there's a movie that's out right now that has been out for a while, uh, about a month, and it has still on Rotten Tomatoes a 100% rating. Uh, it's called Leave No Trace. Has Ben Foster mm. in it. I think it was more of an independent film. Uh, it looks like it's about a father and his daughter, kind of homeless, and it looks amazing. And I'm going to go see it. So my favorite movie of the year, um, like I said, I was going to probably mention A Quiet Place, but Scott took it. <laughs> uh, Sicario, Dave the Soldado, loved that movie. I really liked that movie. Because I, I loved the first one so much. Emily Blunt was amazing. Benicio Del Toro was amazing. Josh Brolin was amazing. And uh, no Emily Blunt in this one. Yeah. But sadly, more Already Benicio Del Toro. It. And... Josh Brolin is awesome. Like I'm, uh, let's just get this out of the way. My man crush for Kurt Russell is now morphing into a man crush for Josh Brolin. Oh, really? Yeah. Like fully, I ride for Josh Brolin. I'm captivated by that dude. He's really, really interesting. He's been at it for a while too. I mean, he's been he, at it for a long time. He was, uh, he was in the Goonies. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it's that's uh, three movies this year that he's been in that were just knocked out of the park. Top notch. Yeah, and the thing is, he's been in a lot of great movies. I mean, No Country for Old Men. Uh, he was in the the second uh, Wall Street movie. Was he? Yeah, he was also in that Californians SNL sketch. <laughs> yes, he, yes, he was. That accent isn't easy to do, and he does it well. <laughs> well, he's so he's a Venice guy, like he's from Venice, California. Um, that's California, California. Um, but he's just, yeah, he's an interesting guy. I, I've listened to a whole bunch of podcasts that he's been a guest on. A guest on. Um, anyway, Sicario was unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Uh, I loved the way that they told the story. I loved... It also went away I wasn't expecting. Yeah. Like, I was like, oh, weird. This is, like, it's, they had a plan. Everything falls apart. Yeah. And they have to improvise. Yeah. And it was super cool. And it and it still didn't end how I expected it no. to. Like, at all. Mm-mm. Um, Yeah. There was no reading how that movie was going to go. No. And it made it really, really enjoyable. It was super topical, too, and mm-hmm. bold. Like... After seeing that movie, I'm like, I kind of want a wall between us <laughs> and the uh, wow. the <laughs> the gang gets racist. Well, I mean, like dude, the, <laughs> the cartels are terrifying in that movie. Super terrifying. They're scary, and the, yeah. like the people that work for them, you like, you have no idea who could yeah. be working for them. They're, well, there was a soccer mom in a minivan working for the cartel. Huh. Yeah, and they set it up. They set it up perfectly for a new one, yeah. for another one, like a. Just extending the universe, I guess. Yeah. I, I, I really, really like that movie. Troy and Scott, did you see it? I have not. Sorry. Jeez Louise. Nope. Jeez but, Louise. Yeah. You were you talking about like how like the uh, soccer moms and just people work for the cartel. Reminds me of the show. Have, have any of you guys seen The Americans? Nope. Uh, I've heard a lot about yeah. it, actually. It, it's, it's really good, but it just reminded me that like just the most random people are Russian spies in that movie. Just the most random. But anyway. Wild. Yeah, I like Sicario. I, I really hope that they make a third one because I, I, so I think that Benicio Del Toro's character is amazing. So good. And he's like, he's almost like a Jason Bourne-esque type. But this, in the first one, he's like kind of a badass. And this, in the second one, he's Way cerebral. More. Yeah. He's showing you how smart he is. And the thing that I loved about it was how they set it up. And they like Josh Brolin talks about, without spoiling anything, 
like, do you know how hard it was to make this guy? Yeah. You know, like he was an attorney. He's a DA. Whose family was killed by the cartels. So he's been turned into this hitman, Mm -hmm. basically. And he's amazing. Like total badass. Don't get in his way. He's going to make it through Mm -hmm. and you're going to probably going to die. Yeah. Uh, he was cool he was character. awesome. It sounds really cool. I, I'm excited to so- watch it now. Yeah, uh, have you seen still, the first one? Is it still it's in still theater? in theaters. Yeah, have you seen I the first seen one? No. Nope. Oh, you, dude, you need one. to see both. Of them yeah, I have, sure. Jake, I have Jake's uh, Blu-ray. The, the first, first one, one uh, Roger here. Deakins was a cinematographer, directed by. Um, Who's that? The guy that did <laughs> the director is the guy that did Blade Runner. What's He's the Colbo Goat cinematographer. Oh, that's who he is. That's where you're going with that. Yeah, and I went there. It's a really good movie, though. Um uh, my really good Kobo episode too. My movie of the year so far is Mission Impossible Fallout. So and it bad. just came out like last week too. <laughs> but uh that Troy is recency bias. Recency bias. But that movie <laughs> gave me heart palpitations. So I was good. legitimately worried for every single person involved in that movie. And I liked every single character in that movie except Henry Cavill, but that's he, he <laughs> didn't he there. didn't ruin the movie for me. He was actually kind of menacing. Like once he shut his mouth and just like became the brawler, mm-hmm. it was really cool. Um, yeah. I saw that movie in an IMAX theater, not on purpose. It's because movie pass was stopped working that day. So I, we had to spend an extra, extra bit of money to see it. And I'm so glad I did. There were so many scenes like, um, there's a halo jump. The, oh, like, high, so good. high altitude, low, uh, what does halo stand for? Uh, high know. altitude, low. It's where you jump yeah, really you, you've high. You've got the first low three. oxtogen. I don't know. Low no, oxygen. No, it's, it's, it's when you pull your parachute really low. Like last second. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for, but he actually did that. That was an actual scene. Yeah. I thought it was like some CGI work. No, he does actual city. That have, they, did you have you gone and watched any of the no. the backstory? I, I didn't want to know any of the uh, stunts that he was doing. Spend some time tonight and yeah. watch some of the backstory stuff. Um, like he, he was on James Corden. He took James Corden skydiving. Oh, really? Um, he's like a certified, like goes skydiving all the time. Tom Cruise? Tom Cruise is. Yeah. That's awesome. He's really a cool guy. And then the helicopter stuff in the movie, he was not a helicopter pilot, but he was already a pilot fixed, uh, fixed wing. Yeah. He went and got his license to fly helicopters and was doing maneuver. Like he did all the stunt helicopter piloting in the movie himself and that scene was filmed in, in imax with yeah. like a mounted imax con- camera on a helicopter unreal and some of the maneuvers he was doing is stuff that pilots like the pilots i worked with in the army yeah they don't want to do that stuff yeah because it's legit not safe Dude. like really really difficult maneuvers oh, yeah and, i was i was squirming in my seat in some of those movies like that movie was insane. The, the last time I felt like that after a movie where my adrenaline got pumping that hard Mad was Max. Mad Max. Yeah. Was Mad Max. It was huh. that good. Now so I'll have to see it. Dude, the, oh, so the, so it's in the, tra- it's in the in trailer IMAX. when yeah. he's falling on the rope hanging yeah. from the helicopter. Apparently that was not scripted. Oh, uh, no kidding. What I saw in the backstory was he legitimately fell yeah. and the director and the other people involved were in another helicopter flying behind watching and filming and uh, they like when you hear their commentary, they're like, we thought we lost Tom. Like, we really thought we lost Tom. I'm sure he had some kind of safety harness. Right. But yeah. he's like 55 years old or something like that. He's in great, great he's in shape. Amazing shape. 
He runs like crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It was, dude, that movie blew my mind. Yeah. My pants. Just, and I and I yeah. probably talked it up to you like crazy and you still enjoyed it. Oh, yeah. So much. Yeah. Yeah. It was the best. That, that movie was so good. You guys. I just caked the inside of my pants <laughs> in fecal matter. Thanks, man. It was insane. Well, legit, though, when he dropped, I think I scratched a hole in my shoes with my toes. Yeah. Like, like, it it scared me when he fell. Strangely enough, I had that reaction in the movie Skyscraper. Oh, really? When, like, the only part of the movie where I was like, whoa! And it's when he's... When he jumps? uh, No, it's when he's, uh, when he slips. He, like, he's climbing up the the thing and he slips and but then grabs on. Yeah. That literally gave me, like, a panic. Like, oh, oh my gosh. He slipped at, like, a, a, like, there was a green screen on the floor. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It it wasn't anything like Tom Tom Cruise was legit on a helicopter. Yeah. And, like, yeah, there was an interview I saw with Henry Cavill and he said training for this was harder than anything he's ever done. Yeah. Because for Superman, he's had to get ripped and then Mm -hmm. CGI would take care of the rest. For this one, he was sitting in a helicopter with the door wide open holding a fake minigun yeah uh shooting at another helicopter like up in the air insane stunts like scared to death yeah he said that the getting ready to do the stunts like he came into it saying as long as it's a stunt that the only person that could get hurt is me Mm -hmm. i want to do it yeah but if there's any chance that i could hurt someone else I don't want to do it. And it looked like he hurt somebody a couple times <laughs> yeah. in that movie yeah. because the uh, the fight scenes are amazing. Gnarly. Yeah, they from get. the from the trailers like that bathroom scene that looks that, that was a great sick. scene. And uh, like it's an it's a like dumb action hard, movie, hard right? Hitting. But the cinematography was beautiful. So good. Like the some of the scenes that they use and like like the there's half the screen is a dude in a helicopter while the the half the other screen is a sweeping landscape. Oh, nice. Or there's a white bathroom with blood In all cashmere. over it. Yeah, there's blood all over it because they're fighting like crazy. That that movie's top-notch, dude. If I were the both of you, I would go see that movie tonight before <laughs> you go home. If you could. Yeah. If you can get away with it, it is worth every penny. And the, the they introduce the cast of characters in Rogue Nation and their carryover to this one, every single one of them was stellar. So good. Like Rebecca Ferguson, I want her to be the next Ethan Hunt. Yeah. If that if that's the way they're going, because she's she was great. so good. She was so much better than Jeremy Renner. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and like, and don't get me wrong, I like yeah. Jeremy Renner. Yeah. I thought he did a great job, but she was He wasn't amazing. even in this movie. Yeah. Huh. But uh, she is I totally great. forgot about that Jeremy Listen, Renner one. Alec Baldwin was great in this movie, too. Mm-hmm. He, he was. was so good. It had it had my favorite use of the the mask. You know, oh yeah, like for sure. The way that they they take off the mask, and it had my favorite fights and my favorite stunts. So this is my new favorite. Mission did Impossible did, movie. did Henry Cavill take the mask off to reveal a CGI upper lip? <laughs> no, I, it made me happy to see that mustache because that mustache killed the franchise. <laughs> yeah, and I, no, real, it didn't. It didn't kill the franchise. It, it made it made a bad a movie. It made a bad movie. It didn't kill the franchise. Kill the franchise. So anyway, Troy, what's your uh, movie you're looking forward to the most for the rest of 2018? Um, the movie that I am looking forward to the most. Um, <laughs> I totally spaced it. Oh, it was uh, it was Fantastic Beasts. I'm looking forward to Fantastic Beasts. That's gonna uh, be a great movie. The most. I I love the Harry Potter world and I love the uh, the way they're taking it and and all that. I think it's great. Yeah, I love the first one because it's like I love the fact that they're introducing a young Dumbledore. Yeah, that's it's great. awesome. Oh. It, the the um, those uh, more loose tie-ins to the Harry Potter world. It's not. It's the um, 
they, obviously not Harry Potter's not in it, so it's right. uh, Dumbledore's time. Do you guys in. like well, Jude Law's Dumbledore? I think yeah, it'll be fine. I, 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 I honestly do really like so it. So here's here's my my problem with it is it looks like he's dressed in like for the time modern clothes. And it kind of bugs me. He looks dapper. Right. <laughs> but the Dumbledore that we're accustomed to wears robes. Wears robes. But then but then and a okay. wizard hat. So here's here's know? a couple things. Here's a couple things. To your to what you're saying, there is a time where he goes to in uh, I think it's one of the one of the last two movies where he goes to visit Tom Riddle and he's wearing a suit. So right. it's not the only time that the, I mean Dumbledore, yes, wears the wizard clothes. But it's also because Tom Riddle was in an insane ward. Because was it a muggle was, in Seymour? Yeah, he okay, was a, okay. he was I, a, I don't remember. Yeah, uh, hopefully parents. they have some some cool explanation yeah. for it. And if not, whatever. Um, one thing I do... I, th- I think that's a pretty little thing to get hung up over. <clears throat> it just... It, it, that was the one of the first things I noticed. I think Jude Law is going to knock it out also, of the park. Also, uh, they made Dumbledore Brazilian. So yeah. Get hung up on that for a little Romanian, bit. Romanian, bro. Oh, sorry. So... Bromanian. So if I remember correctly in the books, there was only one wizard that um, Voldemort was legitimately afraid of. And that was Dumbledore. Yeah. And I really hope that Fantastic Beasts uh, shows that to some extent that like why younger Dumbledore is like, you know, still a, mm-hmm. a great wizard even in his time, I mean, even in that time. Because yeah. obviously older Dumbledore in the Harry <clears throat> Potter time is is a legend and everything. But I want to see some more of that as a younger Dumbledore. Yeah, that's, that's my that's my movie I'm most looking forward to. Cool. Yeah, it's a good one. I'm looking forward to that one, too. Definitely a good choice. Scotty. So mine <clears throat> is Venom. Mm. Excellent. Speaking of Tom Hardy. Yeah. And, and you got a thing it's for a very, Tom Hardy, don't you? Yeah, I do, kind of. Well, not really. Um, <laughs> Hardy for Hardy. <laughs> I mean, I enjoy his movies, yes. Uh, but And it's interesting that his uh, the his lookalike, it's very similar. Um, Movie? That, yeah, very similar premise. Yeah. Where uh, something foreign to him is taking over his body and enhancing him and then eventually... Eventually, uh, and speaking into his brain, and speaking into his brain, exactly. Um, but from the from the trailers I've seen, it looks really, really cool. So I was. You guys a, like the way Venom looks? Yeah. Like he. Okay, so I wasn't I a big fan of it in the first trailer that they that they released. Yeah. But then, as they in the second trailer that they just released, and they showed more more Venom, I can get a little bit behind it. I, I'm I actually like kind of surprised they're making him look that menacing because he's the hero of the story. So I, I think he's the. I was hero. kind of expecting less. Teeth. I think, but they're tongue. playing. They're playing it that he's not a hero. Yeah, I think he's right. I think not, he's, and that's fine. Yeah. But I think he's the anti-hero. You know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. like the I, hero. I think that's he's, really he's going to be darker than that. I think so too. But I mean, like, like he's a bad guy, but he's the protagonist of the story. Yeah. It's, it's going to be kind of cool. Cool though to see like the duality that he has of yeah. like he's Eddie Brock's a good person. Yeah. But he's got this thing in his head telling him to do bad and he yeah. can because he's got the symbiote on him. So it's going to be kind of cool to cuz they've never really focused on him like that. He's never had his own movie. Now isn't the the antagonist going to be Havoc? I, I don't know, dude. I think that's what I'm still waiting for them to introduce Carnage. I've, I've seen that's Rage. What I meant, Carnage the, and I I specifically read that it's not Carnage, but that could just be like a no red idea. herring and it could be Carnage. Yeah. yeah. No idea. Or maybe maybe there's a little thing at the end that maybe you see Carnage at the very end. Yeah, it'd be cool. I'm excited for that one. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm the, the, the one thing that I don't like. I think um, it, I know it's really cool and to be to have like really dark superhero movies. Yeah, but um, so I, I kind of wish it wasn't. And this one kind of lends itself to being dark, but I, I have a feeling it might. Uh, 
There's gonna be a lot of humor in it too. I can see that already. Yeah, yeah, and that, that's something too. Can I have to, to be? Yeah. But I'm, I'm, I'm talking more like visually dark, like oh okay, it, like just a bunch of black ink fighting each other is kind of mm-hmm. what it's like. But um, it, it'll end up being pretty cool. I am looking forward to that humor though. The yeah, the the little I'm, bit you see. In I'm the hoping that that somebody will surround Venom in a whole bunch of metal bars and make it vibrate. And that's how they'll <laughs> defeat him. That's what I really want to see. Hopefully it's Tobey Maguire, too. Could it be Tobey yeah. Maguire? Oh, my gosh. And then when he's and done, then like, James Franco could I show up. I forgive you. Yeah. That'd be, oh, that'd that's be so And then Topher Grace is like, what the hell? That's my character. Yeah. <laughs> Good old Topher. Um, I'm really looking forward to Bohemian Rhapsody. Um, that looks really good. It does. I think it looks great. Uh, that comes out, uh, in 2018, obviously. Um, I actually don't see this Christmas, a release (laughs) time. Brian Singer's directing. Um, Oh, it's a Brian Singer movie. Yeah. Interesting. Rami Malek from Mr. Robot. Yeah. He's really good. And he looks a lot like Freddie Mercury. It's weird, huh? Yeah, it's kind of crazy. How yeah, much put, it. put yeah. that uh, those teeth on in there. Yeah, it looks just like yeah. It. Uh, but yeah, it's kind of got an it's got an interesting lineup of of people. It has uh, Aiden Gillen, who is Little, Little Finger. Finger, Mike Myers, um, Ben Hardy. Is that any relation to Tom Hardy? I don't know. Uh, Tom Hollander. Uh, yeah, I think that's probably about it. That you'll. <laughs> well, it's uh, as far as hype goes, it's hard to go wrong with Queen. Absolutely, right? yeah. Like it could fall on its face, but it's going to get a lot of butts and seats. Oh, for sure. I, I mean, me loving music, like I do. Of course, Queen is. I mean, quintessential. Yeah. Um. So I'm. Yeah. I'm. I'm really, really pumped for this movie. I think it's going to be great. It's got a great soundtrack to work with. So. Yeah. I oh, th- I really don't think you can go wrong. The the trailer that they that they put in the theaters, the way that they have like the Queen songs mashed up together is really well done. Really good. So good. And then, you know, the jokes <clears throat> when they come out with I mean, arguably uh Queen's most well-known song, Bohemian Rhapsody, I mean, it's the name of the film. But um is the the joke behind it where it's like we're going to introduce the operatic session section. They're like, "What?" And then it ends up being really good and yeah. a, a classic and it's pretty cool. Yep. I'm excited to see I've I've learned a little bit about Freddie Mercury. Um, just kind of just this uh, from Brazil. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Will you guys shut the <laughs> f- up? Market, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, isn't fun fact? Isn't he from? Uh, he's from Israel. He's or, from he's from London. Is his Rami parents? Malek? No, Freddie, Freddie Mercury. Mercury. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. His parents are Middle Eastern. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I, it's just it's just really uh, intriguing his whole life, and um, you know his um, coming out as a as a homosexual and everything, and then and then uh, you know he, just being a fantastic singer. I'm just really intrigued by his story, and also they, a songwriter too. Like. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. And I mean, I hope they do Fat Bottom Girls in the movie. If they don't, I, it's a travesty. Uh, they and, make the and, rock and roll go around. Mm-hmm. Uh, he really is one of like just just Freddie Mercury himself is one of the greatest songwriters performers in you know modern music history. You yeah. know, I, I mean, I, I put him right up there with with uh, Elvis and you know the Beatles. Like, yeah. um, I I think he's fantastic. So I'm really excited for Bohemian. It would be my pick actually, but you already picked it. So <laughs> yay. Um, I guess I'll go. I'll read uh, Jake's list because he he kind of sent this in to me. Um, Jake said that his 
most disappointing movie this year was the purge the first purge but he never saw it so i guess it would be his worst movie this year um his favorite movie this year was infinity war <laughs> can he do that like how can he say it was a disappointing movie or a bad movie you know i've i've it? noticed that we usually have rules until it comes to jake jake's our <laughs> wild card does whatever the hell he wants Dude, so he well, really chose the, first he chose the first purge and he hasn't, he seen, hasn't it. seen it he hasn't seen it he hasn't seen any purge earth. what yeah he He's not here, dude. Make fun of him all you want. That might be one of the stupidest things I've ever heard. In my it life. might be like saying Star Trek is your favorite trilogy, but you put an asterisk next to it. <laughs> or the Mighty Ducks is in your top three. Well, Mighty Ducks is great. <laughs> hey, I mean, it's great. All but three trilogy? of them are good, so it's better than Dark Knight trilogy. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, and his most looked forward to movie was also Venom. So Venom's getting a lot of love. Yeah, Venom's going to be great. And uh, I kind of forgot to mention my my favorite movies this year, Honorable Mentions. I kind of wanted to mention Paddington because oh. I really enjoyed that movie. You know we both ride for that. I, love, yeah. I loved it Padding, so much. Paddington, Paddington 2 was a really great movie. And uh, Winnie the Pooh, I saw that. That was really good. Oh, yeah. I mean, oh. I some feels. Or Christopher Robin or whatever Yeah, Christopher called. Robin. Yeah, I need to go see that. It made me take your kids. Cause... Like, no, I, I want to see it alone. I don't oh, want okay. my kids to see me cry. So <laughs> it, uh, it almost got me. <laughs> I'm, I'm positive I will cry. But uh, the movie Molly's Game, I saw in early January mm, with my wife. I've heard good things about that it movie. Good, yeah. is, it's a Aaron Sorkin movie, mm-hmm. so it's got really fast writing, like a social network type. Mm-hmm. Uh, great movie, hmm. super, and it's super interesting the way they the way that the story unfolds. You guys should check that out. I really is that the that. one? Wait, is that the one with the gambling? Yeah. Okay. It's uh, yeah. Jessica Chastain runs a gambling league. Yeah, but yeah, she yeah. was a an Olympic skier. Because there was another movie called Some Someone's Game, and it was Ender. No, 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 no. And it was a woman that her and her husband. Oh, that was that Netflix movie. Was it? Yeah, I don't like, remember. I never saw it. It's where she gets tied up, and then, and then he, he dies. dies. Yeah. Yeah. I oh, that's a Stephen King. Stephen book. King book. Yeah. I read the book. Did you? That was the book. Was it kinky? Dude, it was it was honestly like Stephen King disturbing. Like I, I remember, like kinky? I was on the I was on the train. <laughs> Chris is into it. I, I was on a train commuting, like like Troy does. But uh, like I was super cringy. Like I shouldn't be listening to this in public. <laughs> it's like don't go there, don't go there, don't go there. And then he went there, and it was bad. Oh jeez. <sighs> I doubt Maybe they we'll went there in the movie. Chris's interest is peaked. Peaked. Lo- Never mind. I'll stay. Yeah, keep, keep yeah. it. Keep what it. was the name of it though? That uh, some some someone's game. game. So, yeah, Gerald. Gerald's, Gerald's game. game. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I'm gonna go to the movie I'm looking forward to the most, and I, I know that most of you know by now, but I'm a sucker for animated movies. Yeah, and I really am excited for Wreck It Ralph. The Ralph breaks the internet. I loved the first Wreck-It Ralph. I loved the, so good. the message of it, too. Yeah. Just like he's a he's a bad guy, but he doesn't have to be a bad guy, but he's mm-hmm. going to do his best job to be a bad guy. And I'm stoked for the second one. So, he's a bad guy. I know. He is not a bad guy. Thanks, Zangief. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I love Actually, Wreck-It Ralph. Actually, it's Satine. Satin. <laughs> yeah, dude. I, yeah, no, Wreck It Ralph, the first one was so good. I, I wanted to use this one as my. Okay, I really am looking forward to Fantastic Beasts. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am He's trying looking, to change his vote. No, I'm not. I'm really looking forward to Fantastic Beasts. I'm also really looking forward to Bohemian Rhapsody and also uh, the new Wreck It Ralph movie. Um, I really think 
and this one kind of got crapped on by a lot of people, but I actually thought that the uh, in the preview, the part with the princesses was hilarious. I thought it was funny too. Okay, I, I've, I've heard a lot of people give. They were like, "You're not a princess." Have you guys seen this? So no. the mm-hmm. Vanilla P. Von Schweetz goes to yeah. the internet and she goes to a Disney princess website. So like Snow White's there, Pocahontas yeah. is there, and they're like, "You're not a princess. How can you be a princess?" She's like, "No, really, I'm a princess. I'm a I'm a princess where I come from," and they're like, "Um." Was your life a complete disaster until a man showed up and fixed everything? And she's like, "Yes!" Like, "Oh, you are a princess." <laughs> That's actually hilarious. It's funny. Yeah, yeah. It's the the and then the original preview where they're doing the the pancakes to the bunny and the milkshake to the cat, and yeah. the just keeps feeding the bunny and then oh, pops. Yeah. Plus, I love John C. Riley. Like his yeah. voice, oh, he's so good. His voice brings a light. I've recently to my life. rewatched. Step Brothers. Oh, really? Oh, That's ten goodness. years old this year. I love that movie so. Yeah. So good. So uh, that's uh, that's what I that's what we're looking forward to in the rest of 2018. Now to put us all on the spot, if we had to pick one collectively of our movie of the year so far, what do you think it would be? A Quiet Place. A quiet Place for sure. Oh, that's two votes right there already. Yeah. So yeah, I can't I can't vote A Quiet Place. I haven't seen it. Uh, quiet Place is really good. Yeah, really. It's gonna be hard. It's gonna be hard to top that with anything else yeah, coming out. If we just had to have a movie that all of us that have seen it mm-hmm. could agree on i already know jake would love it yeah he'd be that was actually his his pick was tied with quiet yeah. place and infinity war a quiet place for sure was so it sounds like i'm gonna go home and watch a quiet place tonight you really you really ought to if you can get your hands on like a theater room what about what um, if i what if i headset would that help uh maybe probably. i don't know probably but like if you guys see mission impossible it has to see you have to see you it have to IMAX. go see it in imax yeah. Dude, oh my god. I want to go see it again. Yeah, me too. Oh, so good. All right, guys. Let's uh do we have any shout outs we want to give out here? I know I do actually. Sorry, I got one right here. Uh give a shout out. Somebody left us a review here. This is from uh let's see, Thomas. Thomas Oliveta. Said I love listening to these guys on my way to and on my way to and from work. The content is always relevant and they bring their own personality to the show. Recommended. I recommend it to anyone interested in movies, video games, or if you're just looking to decompress at the end of a long day. This podcast won't disappoint. You're nice. Great. Thomas, will you marry me? Yeah, there you go. I also have a shout out, not for a review, but I uh, I want to call out. Uh, oh, sorry, someone. it was Tomas. Yeah. <laughs> he, he He's Brazilian. He's right? French. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I want to uh, call out someone uh, who I know is listening. Um, and, there, and it actually kind of surprised me. He told me that he's listening. It's a, uh, a guy I work with. His name is Corey. So uh, Corey Junk, if you're listening, um, I want you. Is his last name really Junk? Yes, yes. Wow. And he's a really cool. I love Corey. Corey's a great guy. You guys would love him too if you met him. Um, Corey, if you're listening, uh, I want you to go onto iTunes or Facebook and leave us a review. Um, I know Five you're stars. listening because you told me you're listening. We've had a conversation. We know this. you're listening, Corey. So can I call someone out too? Corey. Yeah. Is that okay? Michael Smith, uh, if you're listening, because I know you listen to the podcast, do the same thing. Go give us a like, give us a five-star review, write some nice things down. Mike, Mike. is a pharmacist that I know. Um I'm not going to say what kind of pharmacist he is, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, buddy, go uh, go and give us a review. Corey and Mike, you guys are the best. Isn't that Love the name you. of the Matthew brothers, Corey and Mike? I don't know. In Boy Meets World. About. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 
I think so. Corey and Matthew. No, they're not the same as Matthews. Oh, yeah, you're right. Not Matthew Corey, Matthews. <laughs> Come on, Corey. bro. Wait, what was the brother's name? Was the brother's name Mike? Let's pretend that it was. Yeah, okay. 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 Stellar. <laughs> All right, guys. We want to do a cold bow all together, right? Ready? Day man. Ah. No, that's not happening. Fighter of the night, man. Ah. <laughs> all right. What uh, do we have? Do we know what we're going to be doing next time? Oh, yeah, Scott. What are we doing next time? All right. So, um, are we doing, aren't we doing Jake's? He's not here. No, Jake's not here. But it wasn't Jake going to be here next time? No. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Next time we can do, we can do Jake's next time. This is falling apart at the end here. Yeah, uh, whatever. Because <laughs> we can do his second. All right, time. that's fine. Yeah. That's cool. Scott, what do we do next time? Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, so next time, what we'll do is we're going to stack the "It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia" characters. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there's the the five. Uh, that's gonna be the, so the, hard. The gang. The gang. I, know. I love the them gang. all so equally. We're gonna stack the gang. So we're gonna stack the gang, and then we'll throw in one wild card that you can put in anywhere in there. Wild and, card. And, and Charlie's usually the wild card. Roadhouse, but. Uh, but um, yeah, you can th- you can throw in the uh, McPoyles. I think they count as one character. You can oh, throw in Artemis. Yeah, you can even throw the in sister, Rickety the Cricket, Artemis, <laughs> the Rickety Crickety, um, uh, Charlie's the creepy uncle, lawyer. Uh, what about Charlie's mom? Uncle, uh, Charlie's mom, Max mom. <laughs> Dude, they're all good. So um, yeah, look forward to that. Start start watching some uh, some. It's always sunny I, know, I know I need to start watching this again. Episodes. Now. I'm, I'm, I'm at the end of homework. season two. So good. Oh man, it's it really, just keeps really getting great. better and yeah. better and better. It does. I mean, it. like, what are they on season whatever? 12, 14? I don't know, dude. We're gonna get it hot and clammy in here. <laughs> dude, I, I lost. I was laughing so hard. <laughs> yeah, that's a good cool. one, Scott. I'm excited for this. Me too. All right, guys. Well, uh, this was a cold bow podcast presentation. We love you all very much, and we'll see you next time. Later. Bye. Love, peace, chicken grease. Bye. Myself.